0: So the city moved forward with phase three today. That means hotels, salons, retail, and outdoor dining for restaurants opened up here in the city. We wanted to check in with one of our favorite restaurant owners, Mark Lieberson. Hi, Mark. How are you?
1: Gee, wonderful. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm
0: doing well. You know what? You own Replay Beer and Bourbon in Andersonville. You also own some other businesses, but they aren't open right now, Right.
1: No, no, no. Unfortunately, not. Not in phase three because they are bars alone. Uh, Replay in Andersonville is our only location that's a bar and a restaurant. So but we're excited to be open today.
0: Well, I've noticed that you've been doing the thing where you had walk up and curbside because you had the beautiful sort of windows open to the restaurant. But today, did you have folks sitting outside?
1: It's been an incredible day. It's been a full, full house since we opened. Um, We are so excited to welcome people back, and people were so enthusiastic. And our staff was excited to be back, our kitchen is back, and we are doing what we love, which is taking care of people. And uh, it's just been, so far, an incredible day. Uh,
0: What did you have to think about, Mark? I'm sure a lot of um, safety concerns, and did people have to make reservations, or did you just take walk-ins?
1: So the way that we, we operated was is that uh, we worked with reservations, and then we accommodated people when we had space available. And we are working with people so that they can call us, let us know approximately what time they plan on joining us. And then, of course, we're lucky because we're in beautiful Andersonville. So taking a walk around Clark Street, we paid you if your table's uh, not ready yet so that you can enjoy uh, walking around the mm-hmm. block, enjoying the, the neighborhood, and then, and then come back, and we're excited to see you and welcome you. Um, and, yes, we're operating very differently now than we've ever operated before. Obviously, once upon a time, people could come in and, and watch sports and sit at the bar and, you know, hang out for the afternoon. But uh, those days are not with us right now. Uh, we're on a time limit with our tables. and But people are very respectful and really seem to appreciate that we're, that we're open and, and they want to make it easy for us, too. So it's been great. And then in terms of for training, you know, we had to go through so much training for our staff. Uh, and our management team. Just in terms of hand-washing requirements, timed hand-washing, ongoing, you know, uh, sanitation, all related with uh, sanitizing solutions and and people constantly, I mean, it's just an incredible cycle of sanitizer and hand-washing and ensuring that we're keeping ourselves safe and, and also our guests.
0: Well, it sounds like you figured out a way to be very efficient and thorough, and I think that is important for diners to remember, right, that there is going to be sort of a a time limit on how long you can sort of sit and and linger, right?
1: Yeah, it's a whole new world, unfortunately, of dining. Uh, The days of of sitting at a table for, you know, over Mm -hmm. two hours are are now with us right now, and so in about an hour and 45 minutes is typically when people start to receive their, their checks and so that they can leave in, in two hours, and, and people have been very cooperative. You know, for us, we're, we're operating at you know, less than 50% of our capacity, basically. Uh, we're able to seat uh, half of our patio because we have uh, the social distancing required to ensure you know, our guest safety. And, and we also, um, luckily, uh, we have all of our windows open in our mm-hmm. restaurant, so we're able to seat our window tables. But again, you know, significantly lower capacity than what we normally would operate at.
0: And Mark, wanted to ask you about that. Uh, is it worth it for you? Is it worth it for you to go to all the trouble of having outdoor and dining and, and dining by the, the big open windows there for you?
1: I, I, you know what? I'm certainly hopeful. Uh, obviously, this is a, a whole new mm-hmm. um, style of service. The costs are higher because of all the different elements that we have to do to ensure the safety of our, our team and, and of our guests. Uh, but, you know, it's certainly worth trying and a minimum we'll be losing less money than what we were losing prior to this. So it also gives us purpose. You know, we, we're excited to be back. We have something to do that we enjoy and it's just great to, you know, this is what we do for a living. We, we welcome people and we, we try to make them feel good and feed them and get them drinks and, and see them smile. So, yeah, we need to be doing that, and we're excited that we're able to do it again.
0: Well, I can hear it in your voice, the enthusiasm and sort of a sense of relief as well, but what was the best part of your day-to-day?
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's really uh, hard to answer. There are so many great parts. First off, uh, we have a great team, and it was so wonderful to see everybody chip in. You know, our locations that are closed, the management team, those locations, were here playing an important role supporting the team that's here in uh in Andersonville and and everybody worked together so hard to be making things a success and to be making the the uh the experience for our guests a great one so that that's been what's important for us and you know people are smiling and that makes me smile
0: you have gone through so much as all the restaurant owners have um you know (laughs) you know, I'm just going to ask you in terms of, and also you had to take another blow because in the sense that you're a big part of pride month as well, and that's uh, had to change too. So what are you? Yeah,
1: obviously I'm um, pride Midsummer fest market days when there's so many things that we do in our city that, that I work as either a, a chair of or co-chair of that it really, you know, it's frustrating and, and sad. We're doing virtual events for both Midsummer fest here in Andersonville and also, for Pride Fest in, in Boys Town. But, you know, it is what it is. And, and we just need to keep lifting ourselves up and being, uh, you know, enjoying our community in the manner that we're able to at this point. And I think that that's what's important. So for us, uh, if it's limited capacity here or if it's doing an event virtually, you know, and we've been doing events online even for our nightclub, but we're doing dance parties on on Saturday and raising money to support people who are not being supported uh, currently by the system.
0: Talking with so, uh, Mark Lieberson, who's the owner of Replay Beer and Bourbon in Andersonville. Of course, he's got a lot of other great uh, venues as well, but they're not quite open yet. So Mark, what's the one thing that diners need to remember before heading out or making that uh, reservation to, to eat outside?
1: Well, I think that they just need to, to remember to bring a smile with them and to to recognize that these are difficult times, and, and we need to be, you know, working together to, to make this experience a positive one and, and cooperate with the team and, and the rules that we have to have, including, you know, wearing a mask if you're walking in the restaurant and, you know, respecting the space of people and, and just being a good member of our community. And, and the nice thing is Andersonville, that's been a very easy request. The people here are Awesome.
0: Well, we want to check back in with you a little bit later cuz I know today was just day 1 and you're going to have to figure out the numbers and everything, but we just appreciate you so much for having the perseverance and the care for your staff and your your coworkers and your community to make the effort to do this cuz we know oh, we it's not easy in the best of times and we can't even imagine the the obstacles and hurdles you're going through now. So thank you so much, Mark.
1: Gee, it's definitely been challenging and and I appreciate that you take an interest in what we're doing and in- and I appreciate that the the people of Chicago wanted to come back out and, and be a part of what we're doing and I'm hoping that the restaurants across our city are uh, opening and that uh, there's an opportunity for the people who work in them to come back to work and, and for the people who who dine in them to to enjoy them again so Thank you. It's always good to hear from you. And I miss seeing your face. I hope that I I get to welcome you sometime in the near future. That would be awesome.
0: I got to get those nachos. He's got great nachos there and good wings, too. Um, Mark Lieberson, owner of Replay Beer and Bourbon in Andersonville. Um, I'm going to check in with another restaurateur right now. We're going to check in with Chef Frank. He is with uh, Broken English. And Chef, how many Broken English uh, locations do you have?
2: We have, We have three locations. Three, uh...
0: And tell me where?
2: Um, in the Loop, uh, 75 East Lake, uh, in Old Town at, uh, Wells and Schiller, and, uh, at Lincoln Park at, uh, Sheffield and Lincoln.
0: Um, talking with Chef Frank Valdez of Broken English, he just mentioned all the locations that they have Broken English. Um, how was it? Were you open in all three today?
2: So we were, uh, unfortunately, we were only open at the, uh, the Lincoln Park location. Um, and, I mean, it, it people came out and they supported, and we had a about an hour wait. I mean, obviously, it's limited seating, um, but it seemed like a lot of people wanted to come out and support and show that, uh, you know, that we're still, you know, they want to support the restaurant industry in Chicago.
0: So that location actually has outdoor space. And how many tables were you able to get out there? Uh, we had
2: about... Um, so we also had garage doors. So we had a little oh, bit extra nice. okay. space to kind of put some more tables. We had about twelve to fourteen tables.
0: Okay. And so, um, how did how did it go? Tell me uh, what was it like? Obviously, very different. Just like we heard.
2: Well, obviously, with the social distancing and the tables uh, six feet, and uh, you know, having our, all our staff wearing uh, you know protective gear and we're sanitizing tables. I mean, it, it, it's different. It was like a grand opening, you know. You know, very very new feeling. Um, but like I said, I think most people were happy to be, you know, back and in, in, in enjoying uh, uh, hospitality.
0: And Chef Frank, when diners are sed- seated at the table, they can take the mask off, right?
2: That is correct. They can take the mask off and your server and, and, and support staff are all wearing masks. And, you know, but as a diner, yeah, you get to, you get to, you know, take the mask off.
0: Was there a moment where it felt like a, a bit normal?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, being a chef, dinner, it, it was, it was
0: a bit normal
2: because, uh, you know, we kind of, we closed today at eight o'clock. Um, we were, we didn't know what to expect. And, you know, when you get that rush of just orders and there's a line and that, uh, yeah, we were a little weeded, you know? And so, yeah, it felt a little normal in that sense.
0: And of course, like in the kitchen, that's where you got to worry too about you know making sure that you have your uh, PPE on because uh, that you're you're cl- in close quarters, right?
2: Uh, yes, yes. And so we've so one of the things that I did to kind of limit that close quarter close close quarter activity between uh-huh. staff is, is a limited menu. So wow. I, I you know it's about it's about a third of the, the normal menu, um, just to get you know have less people back there. Uh, because, you know, it, it's a tight, tight space.
0: And sort of what's your message for folks that are wanting to go and eat at Broken English? Do they need to make reservations ahead of time if they want to dine there?
2: So right now we're uh, doing a first come first serve um, because it's such limited seating. Um, and, you know, holding a table right now uh, obviously is, is extremely difficult. Um, I would say, you know, we're, we're taking every precaution, every need to measure in in, in the front of the house and back of the house to to ensure that your dining experience is safe. Um, and just come please support us. I mean, you know, restaurants were we're just looking for some support.
0: Absolutely. Um, you are what makes our, you know, our neighborhood so fantastic and diverse and interesting. Um, Chef Frank, uh, who actually came out? Were they kind of regulars that were like big fans of your restaurants or were there just people I mean, that were...
2: I'm going to tell you, uh, that was something I was really surprised. It, it was just, it was uh, people from all over, you know, it, it seemed from all over Chicago. I mean, I had we had Jamal Cole from... Um, uh my block uh my, my, hood, hood, my, my city here uh-huh. for lunch you know and I was kind of like wow you know like it was it was great I mean you know some people were regular some people were ex-staff that we had they just kind of wanted to you know show some love I mean it, it, it was a cross-section of Chicago
0: well this of course isn't going to solve all the problems uh but it felt like you were getting one step closer right
2: that's that's exactly it. You know, we have to unify as a city. And, and like you said, with 77 great communities and no community is better than another, uh, um, you know, we, all together, that's what makes Chicago great.
0: Okay. Well, Chef Frank Valdez, what's the one thing we got to order when we go to Broken English?
2: Uh, how about the margaritas? <laughs> I mean... Sometimes as a chef, you know, you, you like the margaritas a little I, a little bit too much.
0: <laughs> I bet I bet you've needed a lot of margaritas these past yeah. couple of months.
2: Yeah. So After that, we've what we've been through I think there's... Uh, we deserve a margarita.
0: You certainly do, and uh, hope that you get continued support. My goodness, you and uh, every uh, restaurateur, chef, uh, industry worker has been through a lot, and uh, you deserve our support, and we know that this is uh, still a long road ahead, but we're excited for you, and we wish you continued success. And, Thank and you good so luck. much. We appreciate
2: it, and we appreciate all the support. And, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, Let's move
0: forward. Absolutely. Well, you deserve a margarita tonight. That was Chef Frank Valdez with Broken English. Their Lincoln Park location is open now. City move forward with phase three today. Of course, I know that in the suburbs, this has already been happening, but uh, hotels, salons, retail, and for restaurants, which have been opened for curbside and delivery pickup only, they were allowed to actually have dining as long as it was outdoors and as long or rooftop or as long as uh, it was near, you know, big, big windows where there's plenty of air circulation uh, let in. So joining us now, we want to check in with a restaurateur and uh, he's part sure. of fifty fifty restaurant group, Greg Moore. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Well, first, tell you own a lot of restaurants, a lot of uh, restaurants under your group, <laughs> right? Tell us, uh, tell us uh, some of them and, and where they are.
3: Yeah, um, in over in Westtown, we, the original was the 5050, which is now the namesake of our company. Uh, Roots handmade pizza, Westtown Bakery and Diner, and Homestead on the Roof. Um, and then we kind of spread out through uh, other neighborhoods and downtown in the Loop with anything from uh, other Roots locations to Utopian Tailgate, Bedfast, Berkshire Room. And uh, about twelve other ones. So we've we've got a we got a few, and we're we're lucky enough and fortunate enough to be spread out all over the all over the city.
0: So how did it go today?
3: You know, it was a uh, it was all the emotions, yeah. really. It was uh it, you know, it was great. We were we were very fortunate to be uh, busy at our locations. Um, we you know, starting a couple days ago or a few days ago, we started calling people back into work. Um, and we were very upfront with them that if they didn't feel comfortable coming to work, you know, we totally understand that and and we get it and we didn't want anyone doing anything that they weren't fully committed to. So, um, we did have, uh, we didn't have as much staff as, as we would have liked. Um, but again, you know, these are people that, you know, we've, we've been a company for 12 years and we've had a lot of people that have been there for 12 years, so, Um, we respect everyone's decision. And so that was hard. It was, it was hard because, you know, we, we didn't, we, we have this business and we want to, of course, get back to making money and serving people and and doing all the things. Um, especially because we're, you know, with COVID and everything that's going on, we were, we're, we need the money, but, Mm -hmm. um, our people, our, our people come first. So, um, that was the key. And, and so we ran short, um, it was tough. Um, but people were very, very understanding and people were very happy just to be out seeing people interacting, um, getting food that they weren't cooking. Um, you know, so, so the, 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 the vibe was extremely positive and awesome. Um, and I think, you know, even after, uh, service started today, we had a lot of our employees calling and, and asking if, if they could come back to work. And I think, you know, people are scared and, and, you know, we were nervous going into it, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know. We just didn't know what, you know, the the reception would be. We didn't know any of the things. So, um, we're, we're very happy that it went very, very well as far as that goes. So, um, but the other side of it is we, it was like opening restaurants for the first time again. And it's all the little mistakes that, you know, in a restaurant, whether the, whether the customers see it or not, it's all the things we're just like, Oh man, it's like, we're brand new again. So, so it, you know, there was that too, but, um, overall, um, you know, I'm happy, and, and I'm just just happy to be back doing so, what we do. So,
0: so tell me about the—so uh, which restaurants were open for actual act outdoor dining today?
3: So today we had—we um, have three Roots, uh, Roots Hammy Pizza locations, mm-hmm. and those were open. And those were a little bit um, easier because we've been open for carry-out and delivery and mm-hmm. those. So, so the kitchen—as far as the kitchen goes, it was a little bit easier. Uh, front of the house was—, was um, and to get them trained up a little bit again and then we had utopian tailgate open which is the rooftop um over at second city um that was that was great we had a lot of people and that was that was pretty much uh booked uh mm-hmm. most of the most or all of the night and most of the day uh other than that um westtown bakery and diner we had that open at eight o'clock this morning that did very well also and we had we had started um doing some retail stuff last week there. So we kind of eased into that one. So that was easy too.
0: Now, is it worth it for you to do in these locations? Because of course we've heard so much about, you know, the slim profit margins. And then also, you know, sort of you're not designed to really run at, at 50% capacity or even I'm sure right now it's probably not even like, a, you know, 20% capacity because I don't know exactly right. how much outdoor space you have.
3: Right. You know, I think... Um, we were able to expand our our patios a little bit, uh, which helped. And so we we kind of took up more of the the sidewalk area. And so we we socially distanced the the tables out, but we were able to get um, a decent amount in. With that said, we're still not anywhere near what we need to be um, to to really turn a profit per se. Um, But we feel like this is the first step of, of getting us back and getting us into the groove of things. And we're hoping that um, we're able to seat more uh, inside. And, and, and luckily, um, almost all, of these, all of these locations have very, very big windows or garage doors around the, the mm-hmm. perimeter of the building. So we were able to seat some inside within eight feet of those windows. So that helps, too. So, you know, <clears throat> if we're full, um, I think we'll be okay, full is, is, as far as what we can seat. And we were. Um, so we're hoping that that works out for us. Um, but I think we'll be okay you know we, we've we've learned you know we went through our company went through um, the recession in two thousand and eight and we learned how to operate very, very lean um, so we kind of put those practices into place right away when all this happened so we've been we've been planning for this kind of opening for a while so i I think it 's going to work for us
0: and what do you want uh people that are wanting to come out and dine uh, especially you know, at, at one of your locations, what do you want them to know? What should they have in mind?
3: Well, I want them to know they, they should definitely make a reservation. Okay. Um, we're, we're taking reservations at every place. We don't, obviously, we don't want people standing around waiting in line or, or you know, congregating in that kind of way. Um, so we want you to make a reservation. And, and we also, um, on our websites, um, you know, we, we tell you all the, the steps and procedures that we're going through to make sure that um, we're above and beyond um, the recommended sanitary um, guidelines and, and everything else. And and to the point where we have QR codes um, taped to every table, so if you don't want a menu, you can just um, download that on your phone and look at the menu through your phone and then order from there. And if you're at one of the Roots locations, we have an app. You can You can even pay through the app, so you don't have to touch anything. Um, we even we sanitize pens in between each use wow. um, if you do pay that way. I mean, we're, we're trying to go, um, you know, above and beyond because we want to feel comfortable also. Those pens and, and those things go back to our employees. So we just want to make sure we're, we're being as safe as possible until we're told that there is no risk anymore. You know, so that's kind of where we're at. And we're also in the attitude that we don't. We have never thought that we, we have all the answers or know everything. We, we, we try to think every day thinking that we don't know much at all. And we're trying to take in as much information as it comes because things, as we all know, have been changing so much. So we're not getting stuck in any of our ways. We're trying to improve every single day um, as we go through this process. And I think that's what, you know, I think that's kind of what you have to do.
0: So I'm guessing that right now isn't the time you, uh, you're you probably asking for a lot of patience and, and not necessarily a Yelp review, right?
3: Well, don't get me started on Yelp in general, but um, yes, I think um, now is not the time for the review. Um, I'm sure we'll get some because so that's just kind of the way it is. But um, yeah, and, and and again, people were very cool. I know that our 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 wait time our ticket times were a little bit longer than usual tonight, you know, and and I'm sure it's going to be that way tomorrow and, and per- perhaps next day. And I and I think we'll improve, but you know, there's there's a lot of logistics that we're not used to, and there's. You know, there's there's servers and and people that are are wearing gloves and masks and things that they've never done, and and so there's a lot of change, there's a lot of lot of things that we're not used to. Um, but it, you know, if I can say anything about our industry, is that we're very very good at at adjusting, and and we're constantly thrown a loop, and we can handle it. And I think um, you know, I'm I'm proud to be a part of this industry, and and we'll figure it out for sure.
0: Um. You've been through a lot, uh, along with all of uh, the rest of the restaurant industry. Um, what, do you, um, what have you learned? What's been the most important lesson from all of this so far? <laughs>
3: um, I, I mean, I think this entire process has been, has been a lesson. Um, but I will say this. I, I More than anything, um, I am so proud to be a part of this industry in this city, Mm -hmm. Um, we band together we, we work together. Um, we, we are very good at admitting that we can be better. Um, and I, I think, you know, we look out for each other and that is something that, that feels very good. Um, there are people who, you know, just through this process that I've, I've become now close friends with that I didn't, I didn't know before, or, or maybe I I knew them through Instagram or whatever it is, but you know, people reach out and, and I reach out and we all reach out to each other. It's, it's been amazing. So I, I, I've i learned that um, our network is, is even closer and tighter than before. And I know that we're going to get through this. And, it, it, you know, we're going to lose some some people along the way, but they're going to get back on their feet, and, and we're all going to help them do it.
0: And, of course, um, I think you were one of the uh, restaurant owners that were kind of standing in front of the restaurant in Westtown, right, <laughs> uh, when the protest came through.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, it It wasn't... It wasn't the protests that came through on Chicago I Avenue. Mean, it was the the looters that came through, and and we did. We stood in front of our our um, all the small businesses stood stood in front of our places and and kind of just held our ground with with protecting our places. And and um, you know it's it's a weird thing to even say that that we had to do, um, but we did, and and it it was. I don't want to say it was great, but it was it was great being there with, with all the people. And, and we had a lot of neighbors that came out, um, mm-hmm. that I'd never met. We had neighbors that had never been into our restaurants before that, uh, came and sat with us and, and, you know, just chatted and, and they were walking the neighborhood. They wanted to make sure everything was, was okay. Um, so people have really banded together through this. And, and you know, I, I 100% understand, um, the reason, well, I don't want to say 100% understand, but I, I, I try to understand the reason things are happening, and, and mm. I don't disagree. Um, you know, but at the same time, we, we, we want to, um,
0: to protect, protect your, our places.
3: So, yeah, and your life Yeah, protect our places. Yeah. Right, just yeah. so people have a place to come back and work, you know.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Greg, so much for being with us. Greg Moore, he's part of the 50-50 Restaurant Group, and I know that um, throughout this entire pandemic as well, you guys have really been paying it forward by uh, feeding people that needed it. So thank you so much, Greg, for all that you've done for the community. Really appreciate it.
3: Thank you. Thanks for having me on.